Welcome to The Scott Townsend Show, brought to you by Dietzo Man Productions. Us apart from the other 99 people they're going to interact with. And, and those little things are keys to grabbing people's attention and being unique, just the things that you share. So we talked about grabbing people's attention. Uh, we came up with several uh, good examples there. But what about uh, um, once you've got their attention, now they're now they're they're focused on the lure. Now how do you get them to bite? How do you hook them? Yeah, you know, there's there's a statement that has stuck with me, and it's that stories stick and facts bounce. Hey, this is Scott Townsend. Welcome back to the Scott Townsend Show. Thanks for watching and listening. Uh, it's good to have everybody back. I want to talk about coming back. I have a recurring guest, Chris Zervis. He's a communications expert. You've seen him on the show, heard him talking about communication, interviewing skills, all that kind of good stuff. And today we're talking about the elevator pitch. So, Chris, welcome to the show. Thank you, Scott Townsend. How are you today? Man, I'm doing great. I just yeah. What was for breakfast know. today in the town household? Yes. Oh man, you beat me to the punch. Uh, hey man, I had I had spinach, four eggs, a uh, little uh, cayenne pepper, blueberries, toast with uh, cream cheese on top, uh, a little salsa over the eggs. Um, wow. Slap your mama seasoning, salt and pepper, and what was the other one? Oh, so a little garlic salt and. Uh, Good it was night. great. Yeah, you need to open the Scott Townsend Show Cafe based on that <laughs> stuff, man. Good night. Let's oh, and coffee, you. coffee, yeah, and water, and orange juice. So, yeah, if you're going to have breakfast with me, you better get, you better come hungry. You bring your breakfast game. I, I may right. have to come over there sometime. I, my guess is that that was not created by Scott Townsend but by Mrs. Scott Townsend. No, that was all me. Oh, wow. Well, well then uh, <laughs> I'm definitely coming. I won't intrude on your wife, was, but I may intrude yeah. on you. Yeah. No, she does a great job, but, you know, when, when she's, she was out the door early this morning, and I, I don't go to work until later today, so I had time yeah. to I gotcha. do it. So there you go. So all what right. about this elevator pitch, man? I mean, uh there's a lot of a lot of talk about layoffs in the news. Twitter's having layoffs. Facebook's having layoffs. Thousands of people. Everybody's and and, and you know we did an interview with you about how to how to interview. Um, and so now we're talking about you know the elevator pitch. What? Uh, tell me a little bit. Of what what is an elevator pitch and what is it not? Well, I think the reality is that an elevator pitch is probably misnamed. An elevator pitch is not a uh, dump of information where I'm like, boop, 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 and I just unload all of this stuff on somebody. <laughs> um, you know, it, it's not that. An elevator pitch, I think, and these are, are some thoughts that I've kind of borrowed from Vanessa Van Edwards. An elevator pitch really should be an elevator conversation. 
um, I've, we're ultimately looking at the opportunity that if I present something to somebody in a very quick interaction and then they go the other way, so what, what's the point? I mean, the goal of an elevator pitch is that the person that I spoke to before, I'll meet again so that we can dive deeper into the topic that attracted them. So what are the, if you were to, ha- if you had to break down an elevator pitch, how would you break it down? Yeah, I'd break it down into three parts. And those three would be grabbing somebody's attention, really hooking them. And the thing that I think an elevator pitch doesn't state well in its name, an elevator conversation does, is a call to action. So I've got to have something where my goal is ultimately, I'm going to meet with this person again. So the most important thing then is to, uh, not so much get your idea across, although I guess that would be the most important thing. But the second most important thing sounds like to come to an agreement that we can meet later. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've got to I've got to grab their attention and let's look at, at, at an example from fishing. So if I'm fly fishing, which I'm very bad at, but let's say I was fly fishing and I put a lure on top of the water and it's floating up there and a fish floats by and boom, it's got his attention. All right. So that's the first thing we need to do with somebody. The second thing is we really need to hook them with some meat of the conversation that further intrigues them. And lastly, I'm going to bring that fish back to me, um, you know, for further, in this case, conversation. I don't really typically talk to the fish I catch, but you know, Hey, it's just an, just an illustration. So, yeah. So I can see where it would be very important to, hmm, if you've got like the 30 seconds, you wanted to sell someone on the idea of, uh, writing gone with the wind, which is a huge thick book. You have to boil. It sounds like you have to boil your idea down to the most, elemental piece, regardless of whether it's a 35 page book or a thousand page book or movie pitch or business idea. You gotta, you gotta really know what you're talking about and make it as super simple as possible, but enticing at the same time, an elevator pitch has got to be crystal clear and sharp and fast and something so easy to catch that the person receiving the pitch can't help but go for it. And then, like you said, go uh, take the call to action and say, yeah, let's, let's meet uh, for lunch and talk about that. You know, we, we encounter the opportunity to have elevator conversations all the time. People say, what do you do? And, you know, something that grabs their attention. You give them a quote. You tell them a really quick story. You give them a startling statistic. Um, you refer to something in the news. You know, I- anything that, that initially can really grab them um, is really the key to, to starting off. Well, something that perks their interest. You know, just like a, a fly on top of the water perks the interest of a, a fish that's swimming by. So how do I you know, make that attractive is really something that, yes, 
you, you want to practice it. You want to have it set up. But the most important thing, there's, there's three premises that I would lay out as boom, 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 stakes in the ground related to an elevator pitch. And, and the first is I, I've got to know my audience. All right. So something that I think is attractive to my audience, you know, maybe it's this middle-aged businessman, or maybe it's an older investor who happens to be a female. You know, those might be two different things. So I've got to have several different lures in my, uh, you know, fly fishing tackle box that would immediately grab their attention. So we're going to practice it not just with the same line every time. The second premise I would lay out is that I really need to make sure that my message sent equals my message received. So it's something that I'm going to practice over and over. And people would say, yeah, that connects well. And the third thing is a quote from a friend of mine who is a great thinker. Scott Stixel is a uh, doctor of psychology. He lives in Texas. And he says this, life is relationships and the rest is details. And so a relationship is that, yes, I'm not dumping all this stuff on somebody. I'm initiating a relationship for further communication. You ever notice when you're walking uh, towards somebody in the hallway, for example, and they say, hey, how's it going? And some people will really tell you how it's going. Oh, you wouldn't believe the dog died. you know, right, I right. had an accident and blah, blah, blah. And you can't get away from that person fast enough, you know. <clears throat> or I've noticed if I, and, and so you have to be purposeful in your pitch. I'm going to call this a pitch. It's just a, it's just a greeting for me. If someone says, hey, how's it going? And I'll tell them, you know, oh, just keeping people happy, making dreams come true. And they, and it stops them. And they, and, oh, wow, must be nice being you. You know, it, 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 it's not the average answer that they're expecting. Hey, how you doing? Great. And you, great, fine. Boom. Just keep moving. That's perfect. And, yeah. You know, well, that grabs some, their attention because it it's grabs unique. their attention. It's unique. Yeah. yeah. Or uh, my wife will say, so how was your day today? And I'll say, you know, it, it, it was probably one of the best days I've ever had in my life. And it always stops her. She's like, so what do you mean by that? You know, so now I got yeah. her, you know. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. The other thing, other example is a $2 bill. Uh, I, I go to the bank and I get cash and I get asking for $2 bills. Okay. If I paid you in a restaurant with cash and I give you a $1, uh, you know, fives and ones. Nobody ever says anything, but if I pay in $2 bills, I don't have to say a word and they always will go, Oh my gosh, I haven't seen one of these in so long. (laughs) It works every time or, or, uh, uh, Oh, this is so neat. Is this this real? I've had some people ask me, is this real money? I was like, well, yeah, it's real. You know, no one ever sees a $2 bill anymore. Hardly. So that's why I carry $2 bills because it's remarkable and it, yeah. and it hooks them every time. And it's, it's that fast. And so, yeah, it's not necessarily an elevator pitch, but it, it, it's something that grabs their attention 
uh, super quick and they always have to react. Yep. And yep. yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Scott, I want to talk about something that you have taught me that you do really well. You've talked about in the past when you have worked in retail that you've made it very memorable for people because you use their name over and over and over. And so we're looking for anything that sets us apart from the other 99 people they're going to interact with. And, and those little things are keys to grabbing people's attention and being unique, just the things that you share. So we talked about grabbing people's attention. Uh, we came up with several uh, good examples there. But what about uh, um, once you've got their attention, now they're now they're they're focused on the lure. Now, how do you get them to bite? How do you hook yeah. them? Yeah, you know, there's there's a statement that has stuck with me, and it's that stories stick, and, and facts bounce. And so, being able to take a story and really shrink it down, and obviously, we're looking at an elevator conversation. Who's my audience? What's the time frame? If I've got a little bit longer. I might tell a story. I had a friend who told me this story that, uh, you know, can be a hook for an elevator pitch for a guy like me is that he said, you know, my mom and dad were really different people. Um, my mom uh, communicated at a different level. My dad was an engineer. He went to work at the same place, same time for his entire career. He really communicated at 110. But my mom, when I really needed to talk to somebody, she and I communicated at 220. And my job is helping leaders communicate to their employees at 220. So, you know, I could shrink that down um, in different formats to be perhaps a hook. But it's not about data. Great communication has three components. It has a cognitive effect, a behavioral effect, and an emotional effect. So the cognitive effect is I want to give them the information. The behavioral effect is I want them to meet me again. And the emotional effect happens best when we tell story. All right. So let's uh, talk about call to action. What's what's I think I know what call to action means, but in the context of an elevator pitch, what are you talking about? Well, ultimately it's, you know, if it's quick, here's my business card. Can I get yours so I can follow up with you? I mean, you don't want to leave the onus on them following up with you. Or ideally, you know, we're in a conversation. A conversation's like playing catch. I throw something to them. They throw something to me. But I want to be in dialogue with people. And, and in dialogue, it's very natural for me to say, hey, would it be okay if I got your business card and I followed up with you um, in the next couple of days. Or if I'm rushed, hey, here's my business card. But Or can I meet you for lunch or coffee, you know, next Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock at Jude's or, or whatever it is. But, but that's a call to action that says I'm being purposeful to the next step. And an elevator pitch without that is simply, it's a wild pitch. You know, we're wanting to have a conversation starter so that we can close a deal or accomplish our end further down the road. 
Uh, and so, yeah, the follow-up is so key. Uh, and so few people do that part well. Um, they can they can they can give an idea. They can have a conversation. But as far as following up, that's that's the most important thing for you to do. Once you get out of the elevator, or once you get out of the cab, or once you get out of away from the conversation. Thank you for joining the Scott Townsend Show. We'll be back right after this. Before we continue, the best way to support the Scott Townsend Show is by telling friends, family members, and becoming a patron at patreon.com forward slash the Scott Townsend Show. So, yeah, we uh, have awesome perks, personalized videos, personalized episodes, all kinds of cool stuff at different tier levels. Patreon allows us to do the show full-time, part-time, anytime. So thank you so much for your support. All right. So Chris, uh, we're talking elevator pitches here. So if I were to meet you at a networking event, for example, you know, and the common question is, so what do you do? If I were to come up to you, uh, someone introduces us and so, Hey, Chris, so what do you do? What would you say? Yeah. Okay. So just to, to dissect this as we go along. This would be where I'd grab people's attention and I'd say something to the effect of my, my work really focuses on helping people not communicate at 110 volts, but high energy, 220 volts. So how do you do that? Well, let me tell you a quick story. All right. So this is the hook'em part where I story. So I had a friend tell me that my dad was an engineer he went to work at the same place, the same distance, the same office for 50 years. And when I would communicate with him, I had something really heavy on my heart. We just couldn't get there. It, it was kind of at 110 volts. But when I really needed to communicate with somebody, it was my mom. You know, she was able to really dive in deep and understand some things. And she was more like, you know, running the dryer um, at 220 volts. So I really help leaders in organizations be able to powerfully communicate to their employees, customers, clients in the community. Hmm. So where would I, where would I go to get more information if I wanted you to stop by and talk to us some more about that? Yeah, Scott, I'd love to visit some more about that. Can I grab a business card from you? Um, so that's the call to action. I'm putting the responsibility on me again to do it, not here's my card, you call me. Um, let me grab your business card or let me get your number and, and and I'll give you a call within, you know, the next two or three days. So hmm. those are the components kind of dissected that we could look at to make an elevator pitch, an entire piece, and then certainly have to practice and prepare for the next segment with in this case with you. Hmm. That's cool. Well, Chris, thanks for stopping by and uh, giving us some great pointers there on elevator pitches and how to use them and how to, how to prepare for them. And uh, if there's, if anybody has any questions regarding this or any other communication question, how do they get in touch with you? They can email me. Hello at chrisservice.com, chrisservice.com or uh, is the website and uh, those would be two great ways to kind of get a little more information great well thanks for stopping by chris uh we'll have you back sometime real soon yeah i'll be back for breakfast yeah right? come back yeah. for breakfast so 
for Chris Service. This is Scott Townsend. Thanks for watching and listening to The Scott Townsend Show. Have a great day. Everything's going to be all right. And we'll talk to you later. Scott Townsend Show is a Dietzo Man production. For more episodes, visit the Scott Townsend Show YouTube channel, listen on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Let's go.